drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. It is picked up by the line, coming back right side, 25. Picks up a block at the 30, at the 40. Drink it in, drink it in. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. Rolls to the right, Stafford throws deep. Got a man out there, Enzo, touchdown to Trumbier, Marvin Jones. Drink it in, drink it in. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, what is going on? It is Wednesday. We are back here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. I'm your host, Derek Oakry. We are here talking Detroit Lions, as we always do, twice a week, Wednesdays and Fridays, and I am excited for the show. We've had some tremendous guests. It's the off-season, but it is cranking up. Lions heading to free agency. Lots going on with the team. But I got a guy this week that's coming back on the show. I mean, he's been gone for a while. This guy is doing big things, and I'm talking big things, in the business world. This guy's got a new special lady in his life, yet he still made time for the podcast. He's here today to talk some football and chop it up with me. He's been on the show before. Stefan is back in the building, and the guy's even got his own theme music. Bro. Stefan, you've been gone. You disappeared on me. You're coming back on the Kool-Aid cast. Oh, it's man. time to drink it in. How you doing, bruh? <laughs> Dude, what an intro. I love the hype. Uh, I'm doing well, man. Yeah, I got a, I got a special lady in my life. Uh, she was kind enough to give me a few minutes to talk to my, my good uh, buddy, Derek Oakry, in the house. Softball legend himself. Uh, singlio, no one better than to just hitting a, a dinger to, to, to center field and just trotting to first and chilling. Never seen <laughs> one one so, bag at a time. That's, anyway, that's a sport we can't we shall yeah, not man. speak of though. Good I mean, uh, we're, we're here to talk football, bro. I mean, we're here to talk Detroit Lions. Are you ready to do this or what? <laughs> I'm ready, man. I just gotta. I can't help but give you a little bit of crap for how slow you are. But hey, listen. Detroit Lions all day. Bro. No <laughs> doubt about it, man. Let's let's pull your uh, music down and, and, and let's let's serve up a glass for the people. I mean, you are on the Detroit Kool Aid cast. I know you got a mug there. I know you got a, a big old pitcher. Let's fill it up. Drink it in, man. <laughs> Drink it in. There, there it is. I love it. Honolulu blue flavor. I got, so I got my uh, I got my orange soda ready to go. <laughs> keep the keep right. the. Keep the pipes nice and uh, loose right. there. Your, your mic's sounding good. You, you don't put the people to sleep already. We, we got to start talking Lions. You're, you're talking about that other sport off the top. I mean, we can't do that here on the show. So let's talk some Lions. And since I haven't talked to you in like a calendar year, we got COVID going on. Life's upside down. World's crazy. And you just vanished. I got to get your thoughts, man. All of a sudden, 
like a month or so ago, it pops up on the old bottom line of NFL Network. <laughs> Matt Stafford and the Detroit Lions agree to part ways. <laughs> I mean, I almost fell off my chair when I saw it. I actually had a buddy over about to watch the big Conor McGregor fight. He jumped out of his chair. He was so excited. I mean, he's been wanting this to happen forever. Where were you? What did you think? Where are you at with Matt Stafford? Not only deciding that, but quickly being moved out of Detroit out to the West Coast. Right. You know, man, like, I'm happy for my man. You know, listen, like, I know he loves Detroit. I, I love the fact that, you know, he's he's so loyal. Uh, you know, the players love him. The fans love him. Uh, obviously, ownership loved him. But, you know, like, as much as I, I hate to see the guy go, it's like, it was time. You know, I, I wasn't, it was like a weird, like, calm about it. I was like, all right, my man did his thing here. He, he gave us his all. I want to go see him win. You know, I also think the fact that we got so much in return, it, it, it that surprised me. It, it really made me happy. thought we actually, for once, um, like overachieved. <laughs> can't, can't believe the Lions like overachieved, but dude, and like, obviously it, it was still shocking. I never thought the guy would leave. He's openly stated he never wanted to leave. Um, all the things he's done, you know, just to sh- outright show his love and support for Detroit, nothing but respect, but you know, I think it, it was time. Uh, I I'm happy that like they came to terms. Um, I think there's bright futures for both. So um, that being said, you know, like I just, I think we're doing it the right way. Uh, I think he has a chance to, to go back to, you know, some sunshine, um, you know, not, from, you know, we always, everyone's always about Dallas, 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 but you know, I was excited to see him go out to the Rams, get that, you know, greatest show on turf back in action from a man there. Um, and yeah, you know, like I said, I'm excited for him. I'm more excited for us. I think we're doing things the right way for like the first time and forever really. And well, we'll see what happens. You know? It's about time you got back to the Lions because you, you're going on and on about, oh, you're happy for Stafford. You hope he, he does X, Y, and Z out on the West Coast. Like, you know, we all respect number nine. We were happy to have him as our quarterback. But me, yourself, plenty of other people, like you said, had reached that point where it was like, we're tired of the, the fourth quarter stats. We're tired of the comebacks that don't even mean anything in the standings. And we had just seen enough. We knew what we had in this guy. We had a pretty good to above average NFL quarterback and his contract was what it was. And it was time to move forward and get a new leader for the team. So my opinion is like, yeah, I wish Stafford well, but I also am fired up for the lions because to me, it feels like it was they brought in the new GM Brad Holmes brought in the new head coach it was time to move on from the quarterback they did so they didn't just give him away I know friends that would just been like hey if Matt Stafford got released or was just let go or or retired they wouldn't have cared so the fact that we moved him on to the Rams got a first a first a third and Jared Goff the number one overall pick a few years ago to come in here and either be a bridge quarterback or or possibly better than that. The guy could come in and be solid for this team. To me, he's Matt Stafford light. So I feel really good about this trade for the oh, Lions, yeah. and I hope Stafford does well, but it's all about the Lions here on the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, listen, I got to start off by paying my respect. Like you said, it was time. Um, like, yeah, how many times is any radio host, how many you know fans or you know, friends all across the board are just are fed up with them? Uh, it was like a, a, I feel like a lot of like love hate. You you know you, you were either a complete 
Stafford slappy or you were the guy's a complete bum. But of course, like you said, he's an above average, you know, he's a great quarterback. He, he, you know, he did as well for a long times, but I mean, that quiet leadership was awesome. I think the players loved him. Um, but listen, it's, it's time. We, the fact that we got so much in return. Oh my God. Like I, my eyes lit up. I was, I was shocked. Never thought it was going to happen. Um, yeah. I mean, shoot, the fact that that, that, that return, that hall came back. I mean, all day, every day. Shoot, I, I wish we could have done that, you know, three, four years ago and so, been in a place now to win, but listen, better late than never. So let me, let me ask you this. So everybody loves the draft picks. I mean, especially the fact that they bumped them back a couple of years. So it's like, you're not going to burn them up now while they're trying to re rechange up the team. We know Dan freaking Campbell needs to get his, uh, his knees under him, you know, his <laughs> legs under him before he gets going. Um, so, so push those picks back. Everybody likes that part of it, especially even a third rounder this year, they'll get a good player, probably could get a receiver at that spot, which w- would be nice. We'll talk about Kenny Galladay later. We're going to get into, um, you know, some expectations for this team here on the back half of the show, but where are you at with Jared Goff? I mean, this is a guy that number one pick overall. He led his team to a Super Bowl. He's won multiple playoff games, all things Matt Stafford has never done in over a decade here in Detroit. But he did have a down year. He does turn the football over a good amount. Are you excited to see Jared Goff in a Lions uniform? Are you just like, ah, hopefully they draft a guy and then he can just be shuffled aside, you know, before we pay him too much money? Where are you at with Goff coming to Detroit? Yeah, yeah, you know, I feel you, bro. Like I said, it could go anywhere. No chance. Obviously, <laughs> uh, I, I think he does you know, have a chance. Small hands, I, 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 I meant, to, I, I meant uh, to give you a bro. He's drop. able to bro. win. <laughs> but man's Jared. He's obviously got potential. You know, he's he's been there, done that, which is great. Obviously, he had a down year, like you said. Um, but the fact that he he's he's won, he's tasted that, he can bring that to Detroit. I'm not sold on the guy by any means, but like, shoot, like the dude has won. Like, why can't we retap into that? We got Mark Brunel as you know, position coach. Hopefully, he can you know maybe relight that um, you know that fire under him that kind of got him that initial success, kind of rebuild that confidence. I think the fact that it was pretty clear for a while. My man's was not wanted in LA, which, you know, kind of alarming. Same time. He, he's wanting, let's, let's show him he's wanted here. Let's give him a second chance. Let him give that confidence. Let him maybe, you know, reignite his, I mean, he's very young. So it's like, not like he's, he's washed up by any means. Um, obviously we got to sure up that old line, give him some protection, let the man stay healthy. But I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of at a wait and see place with him right now. I, I think I like the potential at the same time. He could just be a very good bridge quarterback. I mean, we're doing a complete rebuild, so no expectations really. If he if he's better than anticipated, great. If not, well, it was nice knowing you, but you, you, you served a purpose. You know, that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm not going to have any like hard lines in the sand. Um, he's he's going to serve a purpose one way or the other. You know, Bruh. I hear you. Um, so. Uh, like I, I guess where I I'm at with it is a, is a little bit in the middle too. It's kind of like, <laughs> hey, this guy got picked at the top of the draft for a reason. He's smart. He can throw it. He's got the size. He's got the athleticism. He used to be a, a basketball player, all that type of stuff you like. But I mean, he's going to come in and be kind of that ho-hum leader, I think, as well. Now, if he can throw it around the yard and they can surround him with more weapons, uh, <laughs> then I, I think he might be able to do some things. But if they just uh, – 
if they just lay him out there and don't give him, you know, what he's looking for, or it doesn't come together, or if he's turning the ball over and, and also not that leader the locker room was looking for, I could see it going badly, but I mean, he doesn't, he's not a cheap player. I mean, he makes a good amount of money, but he does play quarterback as well. So we just saw what Dak Prescott got 40 mil per, you know, all these crazy contracts. He's going to, he's going to be in that 20, 20 to 30 range before it's all said and done. And my thing is if he comes in here and plays above expectations, like doesn't turn it over as much, um, throws it, you know, he's not going to make the throws Stafford made, but if he can just make quality football plays and, and protect the ball and score touchdowns and lead the team a bit that's going to be great for this team because people act like he's just this throw in and you don't just throw in a quarterback that's 26 years old already signed a contract um, can make all the plays you need him to make it's just will it all come together quick enough I think and and will he be able to quickly get up to speed with Detroit and and live up to kind of what Matt Stafford left here I mean he's going to have to play pretty well make some good throws make some um, you know good leadership to uh, to win over that locker room and the fans base but I'm actually excited about Jared Goff and and kind of as you hinted at if they lay the groundwork behind the scenes too with players or another quarterback I think that it's it can be nothing but good because I'm sure he wouldn't mind moving on if that's what they decide to do in a year or two and if he balls out and plays incredible we're just sitting here like man we got all these draft picks and we got ourselves a quarterback that's equal to or even better maybe than Stafford in some ways sign me up for that you know what I'm saying yeah I feel you bro I mean like Obviously, again, a lot of money. It's it's, it's tough to you know. I guess like you know the the whole rebuild mentality nowadays is rookie contract quarterback or rookie quarterback contracts. Um, you know, surrounding them with a wealth of talent. But I mean, same time, I mean, if the cap goes up, we might have some wiggle room. Like I mean, but they do play basketball. That's great. I play basketball. Just mean Jack. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's twenty six. Let's let's see what he's got. Yeah. Um, he does have that you know, like quiet leadership, so it's not like he's gonna come light the world on fire by any means. But I think, uh, I think again, he's he's got a lot of upside. Um, hold, hold on, hold on. We we'll talked enough. We, I mean, we I'm, about, I'm unsold. We talked enough about Jared Goff. Let, let let me say this. I will move to another topic. Now, now you touting your basketball skills on this show, just like you did uh, <laughs> last time you were on, saying that you're some soccer phenom, and I, you, you tried to talk baseball off the top of the show before I had to I had to crush that. Like, are you are you just trying to act like you're this multi-sport star here, Stefan? I mean, you, you play a game that pretends to be football over there in 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 the UK, <laughs> but we're here to talk about the real game of football, not that pansy sport where you run around, they hand out yellow cards and fake injuries. I mean, you know where you're at, right? Bro, listen, Drink it I can't in, help uh, the fact that bro. I'm a well-rounded athlete and, you know, the people need to know, I know what I'm talking about because I performed at a high level for a very long time. I'm just trying to bring that real-world experience and relate it to oh, Lions God. football. So if you're going to hate, that's all good. But, you know, I'm an athlete, bro. I'm an athlete. <laughs> well, why did we never square off in a game of horse or a game on the court? Because probably because of this. No I think you got scared. That's what you got. <laughs> 
got no chance, son. I mean, you, I, I used to play in the streets. I used to play in the ghettos of Dayton, Ohio. I was dropping fools, breaking ankles. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got nothing on this. You're always here. And you're trying to run down my game on the diamond, talking about my speed. Dude, I was the one out there throwing cannons while you were letting the ball get past you all day long. So don't, don't fool the people here about what's wow. going on sports-wise. I mean, you may be able, wow. to, like, Listen, you may be able to run around in umbros and have topic, orange bro. slices. I don't Hold on, I'm talking. You can't talk over me, bro. This is my show, bro. Bro, you might be able to have the um bros. Bruh, bruh. And those orange slices and run around and kick the old ball in that huge net that nobody can seem to hit. But other than that, I mean, I think I've beat you in multiple things over our time as friends. So can, can we move on now? Can we talk about more Lions stuff? Or do you want to have a retort about how incredible athletic no, you I- are? Let's 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 talk lines, bro. I got you. <laughs> All right. So my next topic. I mean, Brad Holmes came on. He's the GM. He's my favorite thing the Lions have done because I love the GM role. I'm all NFL draft players, everything like that. But but have you heard about this guy Dan Campbell, Stefan? Have you heard of Dan freaking Campbell? Have you heard of him? Something about kneecaps or something. I don't know. It rings a bell. We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile uh, at you. We're going to take your other <laughs> kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're the, going to be the last one standing. All right. That's going to be the mentality. That's going to be the mentality, Stefan. And and you know what? Dan Campbell actually just, he gave me a little soundbite about all that garbage you were just talking. And he, he simply said this. You've had enough of that. <laughs> He's had enough of your soccer <laughs> takes. You've had enough of that. He's had enough of you oh. pretending you could beat me in basketball. You've had enough of that. And he's definitely had enough of you talking about the sport we shall not speak of here on the podcast. You've had enough of that. <laughs> Dan freaking Campbell is the head coach of the Detroit Lions. He's had enough of that bleep. And he's, he's ready to bite some kneecaps. He's ready to take hunks out of people. What do you think about Dan Campbell as the head coach? Are you fired up or what? I'm just happy the dude doesn't weigh 400 pounds and he's not the smartest guy in the room all the time. But I love the energy. The dude is is a trip. But I I think that relates to the players. You know, I, I like people want to play for him. You know, he he got me fired up. Like he's gonna get the players fired up. Everyone, everyone you talk to is like this guy just gets gets you going. You know, you freaking look at Matty P. It was just kind of this big blah blob just of whatever. So no, I'm excited. It's I think it's the right fit, the passion, the enthusiasm, the just the energy. You know what I'm saying? He's he's gonna be a player's coach for sure, which obviously uh you know our last you know set of guys was not. I think people loathed them in the, in the locker room. So that alone right there is got me excited. Like let's let the players have someone who they actually want to win for. You know what I'm saying? So the guy he, he's obviously um, saying the right things, he, he's he's putting off the right energy, um, and I think he's actually gonna, you know, uh, he's gonna learn from his his time in Miami and, and all that good stuff. Uh, he was actually on the uh, the Pat McAfee show not too long ago. I was listening to him. He actually put a like about a solid half hour of time talking to the guys um, over on that show, and uh, it it was like it was just refreshing. You know, he's just very real. He's very uh, just. Um, realistic, but you know, he, he doesn't have this like big ego. That's going to like be his detriment. Um, the guy is just going to come to, come to work every day. He's going to like, just put his best foot forward. Uh, I think that's, it's just going to get the players like just amped up. He's got me amped up. Uh, I think it's, 
it's the right fit. He's pulling the right pieces around him too. He's not like his. Uh, he's not going to let um, expectations or or um, you know just unre- unrealistic um, goals kind of get in the way. He's just gonna he's gonna shoot him straight. He's gonna do what he does best, and he's gonna let the other professionals around him do what they do best. So I, I like it so far on paper. You know, in, in interviews, it, it's all good to me, bro. Do you know a word that I think Dan Campbell might use a lot if you were out, like, drinking a brew with him or talking football? You want to know one word he might use? What? Bruh, bruh, bruh. <laughs> I could see him dropping bros. I mean, you want, to, you want to know what his theme music might be if he walks in the room for his first team meeting? You want to know? Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> I bet he's going to be on time those team meetings. <laughs> I had uh, my other buddy Aaron on, and he was just talking about uh, Matt Pat. He called him Round. <laughs> just just randomly called him Round. I was just like, I've never heard anybody called Round in my life. It was funny. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Matt but, Pat but didn't. I was going to say, I don't know why you're hating on Dan Campbell. The, the man's a high-level athlete, <laughs> not one like myself. We, we like to just kick it with the fellas. You know, we talk like we talk. We act Bruh. like we talk. We're just a bunch of, like, I guess, meatheads. But hey, don't hate the player, hit the game. Uh, I, I don't have that. I wish I had that Booker T drop, but I don't have it. But uh, like, I I like Dan Campbell. He's bringing crazy juice. He's funny. Everybody seems to love him. This is my question to you. And and please, I, I don't need a 30-minute answer, bro. But but is this guy going to win ball games on Sundays or what? That's what it's going to come down to. I mean, not, n- not next year. But he will eventually. I mean, I've never been so excited to suck in my life. Like, we're going to be really bad next year. It's going to be great for our future. <laughs> and the man, I think, yeah, he's going to win. You know, I think it's it's the it's the, the change up, the, the you know, the thing we needed, you know, that, that burst of energy, the, that shot in the arm. So, yeah, we're, we're going to win. It's not going to be next year, but I think the NFL has proven with like the Browns or the Bills. Miami, who else? I mean, you know, two, three years is all you need to have a, a, a legit turnaround. So, yeah, my man Dan Campbell, he knows what it is. He's going to come in. He's going to make some moves. Brad Holmes, obviously very smart. He's got that laid back, just, you know, smooth approach. It's a good combination. We got this. <laughs> I like it a lot. I mean, if Dan Campbell, Dan Free, and, and please, please address him by his government sometimes when you're on the show. It's Dan... <laughs> <laughs> Middle name freaking, last name Campbell, please. And if he wins here in Detroit, I may be simply this. That was amazing, bro. Exactly. It's going to be real amazing. It's going to be <laughs> Legend. crazy. Legendary. <laughs> Legendary status, no doubt, for, for Mr. Campbell and Mr. Holmes. But uh, I'm excited to see what they... What they bring, I mean, like you say, it's all about what draft picks you make, what trades they make, what acquisitions they make. And then, hey, when we kick the ball off on Sundays, they got to find ways to win. And I'm not going along with your whole, oh, we're just going to be horrible. Somebody was saying today the Lions are going to be in there for the number one pick next year. Do you know what I got to say to that? Drink it in, man. Drink that Detroit Kool-Aid because, as you noted – this is the not for long league. This is the NFL, and you can flip it around anytime in a very quick fashion. So I think the the NFL, as well as fans, opponents, everybody's going to be kind of surprised by what the Lions put out there when it comes to offensive playmakers. We all know the offense is ahead of the defense at this point, but 
It only takes a couple good pass rushers, maybe a nasty Understood. middle linebacker, and our corners to come along, and we could be playing some decent defense as well. So I'm not just waving the white flag in 2021 and, oh, we'll win a couple games. No, I think you can build it right, build it quicker, and also just give me a fun product. Give me Dan Campbell over there biting kneecaps and yelling at referees and getting his players all fired up, maybe a chest bump, uh, you know, some things on the sideline I can get excited about. Put up some points on offense and try to actually I don't know stop someone on defense I mean that would be tremendous to actually see a defensive stop for the first time in three seasons here in Detroit but uh I'm excited about him well, I mean, like on board as well we we can't be uh any worse at tackling if we get some sort of replacement for your uh your boy from the second round a couple years ago uh to buy uh <laughs> cardboard box whatever you want to call, <laughs> refer to them yeah listen the de- the defense obviously is beyond the offense I'm, i mean but like dude we're doing a complete rebuild that's what we should do it, it's we do it the right way it's, it's it won't be for long we're going to bounce back but i think it's honestly in our best interest next year to show potential show you know show that that fight uh let you know let the new regime kind of work their way into the nfl as coaches and whatnot and then um, I mean, yeah, we might surprise people with the energy and whatnot, but like, that's all good. We actually might know our assignments, unlike you know, <laughs> years past. Just exactly, but you can't out go there, out. But you can't. I- I'm go looking out. like two, you know, two years from now, man. <laughs> you you can't go out and lose 10 12 ball games again we're sick of it i mean do i gotta queue up mr campbell again i mean how many times do i gotta go lose 10 plus ball games before i'm sick of this you've had enough of that sh- Exactly, Dan Campbell. So, I mean, I think they got to win more. I, I don't think even though fans seem to just right now, it's easy to say, oh, you know, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, w- watch it if they start stacking up eight losses in a row and see if that goes um, for the Detroit fans that want to win worse than anybody in the country. So, Stefan, let's do this, man. You got me all riled up. I mean, you started off a bit slow. I tried to pump you up, give you some theme music. You came in there with some interesting takes. I mean, I had to beat you up a little bit. We had to have fun with the soundboard. We need a break, man. We got to get our great sponsors in here on the show. And we come back. I mean, I want to see, you know, heading into free agency, the drafts a month and a half away, and just get your feel for maybe what they'll do there, as well as uh, we got some news today. Right before we got recording, we got some news on Mr. Kenny Galladay, Mr. Okwara, and other players for the Lions, so come back and talk about them a little bit as well, bro. You feel all right about that, bro? Feeling mighty fine, bro. Bro. Everybody, we'll be right back. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Derek Oakry of the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. And this is normally where I tell you about some of our great sponsors. But today... I want to tell you about my other Lions podcast. It's called Believe in Lions. And that's spelled B-L-E-A-V on the Believe Podcasting Network with both myself 
and Lions legendary safety Benny Blades. Yeah, you know who he is. The hard-hitting safety Benny Blades played for the Lions. He also played for the U. You know what it is. The University of Miami, those Miami Hurricanes. He mentions it multiple times on the show. Benny loves to talk about his Hurricanes, his Lions, and I love to play this soundbite on the show. We have a ton of fun on that show. We laugh, we joke, we talk Lions. Like I said, he brings up the Hurricanes. I talk about my Michigan Wolverines. Um, it's, It's a really fun show. Benny loves the Lions. He tells great stories from his playing days as well as uh, we're just rooting on this team. We B-L-E-A-V in the Lions. So please go ahead, find it on your favorite podcast platform. Hit that subscribe button and check it out. Share it with a friend. We really appreciate it. So check out Believe, B-L-E-A-V in Lions, myself and Benny Blades. Thank you guys so much. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers are back from the break. Uh, really appreciate you listening to the show. Thank you for supporting our sponsors. We always tell you if you can leave a review on iTunes, that really helps out the show. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn. We're on Amazon Music now. You can literally just tell Alexa to play the show. She knows where it's at. She knows where we're pouring out that Detroit Kool-Aid and any other podcast platform you want to check out. So again, nobody's working harder than the Detroit Kool-Aid cast Wednesdays and Fridays. You can also find my other Lions podcast called Believe in Lions. That's spelled B-L-E-A-V in Lions on the Believe Podcasting Network. Dropping every Thursday morning as well. So we, we just got everything Lions covered for you today. I'm super happy that Stefan came back on the show. It had been a while since me and him had talked sports, talk football. We just said, let's turn on the mics and do it on the show. So hopefully we'll be able to get him back from time to time and talk some game. But Stefan, man, you had a good first part of the show. We got to keep that rolling. We got to keep this thing going. We got more Lions to talk about. So free agency man a week away uh, 17th of march you know where are you at with the lions uh, you hoping they bring in some big names you hoping they lay out um just in general where are you at with the team in free agency this year yeah man obviously you're you're definitely more the expert on the free agency stuff you know like play mr gm um i, I need to do my research I, i'm more i'm gonna focus on more like the cuts and whatnot but i know there's a lot of uh, wide receivers out there in free agency. Obviously, that's promising. Um, I mean, God knows we need, you know, defensive help. You know, so we can pick up a piece or two. I, I, you know, obviously very important. You know, I've definitely been focusing more on the draft. Um, I mean, I'm kind of curious what you to say. I mean, I haven't talked to you in a minute about free agency and kind of get your takes on, you know, where you see some potential, um, you know, room for growth. Yeah, it's interesting, man. There's been a lot of, um, like, like you said, the cuts have been big where they've kind of been saving that money. The NFL is a crazy sport that way where, you know, you sign these players, nothing's guaranteed. Now, they always talk about the money that's saving you. Sometimes I always look at, well, you still got to pay true font and they're probably going to let go of Coleman. There's probably going to be some money left there. So they never tell you like, hey, you might be saving like six million but you're also still paying this bum to not play for you so i always consider that as well but when you're talking about free agency this year this is where i fall more in the realm like you were talking before about hey you know i want to have an exciting team and i want to win but this is where i hold my cards in free agency i'm not trying to go out spend big money make make sports center i'm trying to have a really low-key free agency and if i'm brad holmes there's all these players that are kind of in that mid tier, even the low tier that, you know, maybe were drafted high and just haven't panned out guys that are in the prime of their career when it comes to age, 
guys that you're not going to have to shell out a bunch of money for. That's where I'd really be looking. I know I've thrown out on Twitter. You can find me at Derek Okri. That's spelled D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E. You know, I've been throwing out like this receiver core of guys that I'd like. And it's like Demarcus Robinson from the Chiefs, Josh Reynolds from the Rams, you know, maybe even take a flyer on a John Ross, a guy that went in the top 10 a few years ago, crazy speed, but hasn't put it all together. You know, like those are the kind of gambles I'd be taking on players at all positions, but just, you know, hinting on receivers is like, where are those guys that have a lot of upside aren't going to cost you a lot and and will fill needs so that when you do go into the draft you can be totally wide open and just take as they always say best player available real good football players guys that you think are core pieces i mean that's what we need to do in the first couple rounds of the draft not this uh oh i need a linebacker i need a uh, uh, a safety i need to take one right now it's like no who's the best guy and who's going to be the best guy for a long time is the kind of people i'd be trying to identify with this new regime as well as, yeah. you know, what's football now it's football's changed a lot. So, you know, they all just tight up to what are your thoughts on a tight end? If you've probably heard about Kyle Pitts, um, we obviously have TJ Hawkinson, but do you buy it at all? that The game has changed and they, you know, you might need to take these guys in the middle of the field rather than just taking, you know, the same old positions all the time. You know, like I totally understand, you know, drafting the best available, you know, not, Got not getting overwhelmed with, you know, we got, you know, we need a linebacker. No matter what happens, we're going to get a linebacker. Um, but just touching back on free agency, I will say I'm actually excited about having, I feel like, people who can, uh, can assess talent, you know, whether that's Brad Holmes' track record, whether that's, you know, people like uh, Dorsey coming in as, you know, uh, as an advisor and whatnot. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Because again, that's not my forte by any means, but uh, I definitely have to agree with what you said as far as you know finding the right pieces, you know, that balance, you know, finding like players who are going to be mid-level guys, but they're going to fill a need properly, not just like not going to cause a splash, they're not going to uh, ESPN headline, they're just going to come in, do their job, they're going to get you know uh, get paid properly, and it's not going to be detrimental to the the growth of the team. Um, and then going into the draft, I mean, I I, I like Hawkinson. You know, I think his upside is, is still very, you know, very bright. It's uh, a lot of untapped talent. I mean, I know he was a big Stafford supporter. Um, you know, he was a big, um, you know, big on all his talent. And, of course, um, you know, just kind of throwing those 50-50 balls to the big guy. But, you know, when you, you mentioned Pitts, obviously the dude's a freak. Um, but so was Calvin. Calvin was a freak. What We didn't actually go anywhere. So I, I'd be very hesitant to actually take Pitts. Um, even though the, the man is just a straight freak, but um, I, I think we should just, you know, focus on the defense first and foremost. Uh, there's, there's a lot of playmakers out there, you know, except there's just people like Ross, these raw, talented guys. When they find the right fit, they take off. So, um, I mean, God knows, like, who, who, who knew freaking uh, Tannehill was going to be a, a, a decent quarterback. I mean, you know, you, you change situations, you come into the right, you know, scenario and, and, you know, the possibilities are endless. So that's why, you know, where I'm looking forward to seeing a, a true staff, you know, come in and, and, and put these pieces in place properly. 
All right, Stefan. So here's the thing. I, I mean, I know you've listened to the show in the past. I, I'm sure with your busy schedule and this new lady in your life, you don't you don't dial us up every week. But if you did, you would know that you shall not speak also the name of Ryan Tannehill on this show. I can't stand Ryan Tannehill. He's a horrible quarterback, horrible football player. Uh, just because he's had some recent success does not mean he's a good talent or somebody that I would ever want on my team. I know people love him just because he's putting up to So that's first and foremost. Second of all, like you said, you're hesitant on pits. Here's the thing. And then you went back to the defense. Like, this is what you're missing, man. This is like you just talked yourself in and out and around in a circle because you said you shouldn't just pigeonhole needs or I shouldn't just go get the linebacker. Yet then you want to pass over premier players because they don't fit your spot. They don't fit your side of the ball that you want to draft. That's not how you draft, man. You don't go into the draft saying, well, I need to I need to fix defense. You go into the draft saying, all right, at number seven, who is not only the best player, but the best fit for this new team we're building. And that could be on offense or defense. So so my thing is I'm not necessarily advocating for Kyle Pitts. What I'm saying is that if, if the ball if the board falls a certain way and he's the best talent, he's what, six four, two hundred some, he can run, he can play the middle of the field, you even call him a receiver if you want. Like having him and TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swizzle and Jared Goff and probably another receiver or two, like I mentioned that we got, that could make us a quality team without even having to get to the defense yet. So, you know, there is something about outscoring people. Go ask the Kansas City Chiefs. Go ask the other teams that are doing well in the National Football League. The days have passed to some degree about run it, three yards of cloud of dust, play tough defense. Yeah, you still need some of that. But if you can just straight up put up points and stretch defenses and kill them that way, that's another approach. So you don't want to fall into this old man thinking about, oh, you know, I got to go fix my defense, get a linebacker, get this when you might be passing up on premier talent. So Jamar Chase, yeah, do I want to take a receiver? Not necessarily, but he might be the guy. Do I want to... Take Devontae Smith, not really because he's about 160 pounds and 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 you could probably lift more than him in the weight room, but he's a ball player and he fits a he fits a premier talent that I'm looking for if I have to pick there in the top ten of the draft. So that's what I'm saying, man. Take your gambles in free agency on young guys that might have upside and aren't gonna cost you. And then the draft just sit there and go, who do we love best for our team? Whether it's a tight end, a wide receiver, a defensive end, a linebacker. Uh, anything you just go get it start stacking up talent right listen i i hear you bro like i will just say this <laughs> our defense was historically bad last year like so i guess that's why i'm going to be hesitant you know first i also think we we should hopefully trade back like hopefully if we we get out of seven and we stack up some picks but maybe we'll get into that you know a little more but again I will say this, you know, you're the expert more so on the free agency game. I I, I will default to you, you know, in that regard. But like, like I mentioned just... before, we had Calvin Johnson, we had Barry Sanders, <laughs> we've had some all-time great players, and it, what has it got, done for us? So I, I yeah, get maybe it, but, I'm the uh, same old Lions, just negative yeah. Nancy. But listen, <laughs> I just I need to I need to see some 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 differences. NFL is an offensive league more and more nowadays. So again, I'm all over the place. Let, 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 I don't let need, me. It's like, I feel like we have so many needs though. <laughs> I'll just say, I'll, I'll end by saying this. We have so many needs overall right now. I guess I don't know where to begin, um, but I, 
I would be shocked if it was with the Pitts, but I get what you're saying. We got to have those high, like super talented players, but man, it, it's tough. Tight end. Let me receiver, fill up that cup, man. They're, they're kind of a dime a dozen. Uh, let, let me fill up that cup for you. Drink it in, uh... Like, like everybody wants to say we're we got no we no idea where to start. We have no talent. Like, there's there's quite a few football players that even though they continue to either not play or be hurt or whatever the situation is, I mean, I'm not sitting here giving up on Sean Hand, Tracy Walker, Ao Okuda, um, you know Trey Flowers on the defensive side of the ball. So when you're talking about filling holes. All I'm trying to fill is basically every linebacker that we have, and they're bringing back Jamie Collins. I got in a big Twitter <laughs> beef with people about that. All of a sudden, Jamie Collins is the best linebacker in football, I guess. People going on and on about him. I'm like, just saying, just saying Jamie Collins is our best we- linebacker is saying it's the warmest day in Antarctica to me. I mean, it's, it means nothing. You know, like I, I could care <laughs> less at that point. He's a, he's a bum. He's not a hard worker. He's overpaid, and is he's 32 years old. Like, I'm ready to move on from him and get a new captain in the middle of the defense ever oh no we we love what a great signing okay tell me that next year when people are just running away from him he's missing tackles but my point to you is just you know circling back to the whole how you build a team is just i just didn't want you to get caught up in the whole you know defense first and like you're going back to what the Lions did years ago do you think Calvin Johnson has any impact on the current Lions team what they did no you don't want to know why they didn't win with him back then because they had him a quarterback a high-priced defensive tackle naming Don Kansu and nobody else and they didn't have the rest of the team they never built a run game they never did anything else to be explosive on offense it was just him so don't you can't compare him to that or you can't say because we drafted three receivers years ago that we can't do it now. Like that just doesn't work for me ever because it's such a different, you know, situation, different game. It's just sort of like, yeah, I get it that certain positions are are important in the NFL 50 years ago and today, but I also get that the game is a lot more open now. So I I don't need a, a 200 40 pound fullback anymore right so i don't i don't need a, a bulking <laughs> linebacker in the middle of my defense that can't run like jelani tabai i need like a freaky linebacker to get after the quarterback and cover tight ends so that that's what i'm trying to tell you is get your mind around this new game and this new situation and don't freak out if they take a tight end or a wide receiver or another position maybe even like an offensive tackle you're like oh what i thought we had a good offensive line okay well now you have a great one because you just took another stud at the top of the draft at a premier spot so i just don't write anything off is kind of what i'm telling you and trying to get you ready for rather than you saying well 10 years ago i mean this doesn't matter i don't care yeah i'll say this i uh, i like what brad holmes is doing uh on interviews and and, and going out there and talking he's playing the game right because he has openly stated he's not leaving anything off the table whether that's quarterback whether that's anything you know i i think and I, I kind of hope we are going to trade back number seven, but he's, he's playing his hand. Well, you know, I think that's something Patricia did very poorly. You know, everyone knew at three, we're taking a Cuda. There's, there's, you know, it was like <laughs> the worst kept secret ever. And we didn't, you know, play any sort of like strength in, in our position there. Um, so I like what Brad Holmes brings to the table in that regard. He's going out there. You know, he said, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to pick talent. We're going to, you know, we're going to evaluate everybody, um, you know, properly, et cetera. So, 
Um, I feel you there. I and, just, and I, he's I already, just, he's I can't already think shown. of tight end number seven. I, I hope we don't. <laughs> I, I don't know if we got a delay, Stephen. What's going on? We're stepping all over each other, but it doesn't matter. We're talking football here. Like, Brad Holmes has already shown himself, man. He's already made a great move with Matt Stafford. He's, he's like you say, he said some good things at the podium. I just need to see a little bit more from him, but I think he has a really good pulse for where things are at. I could be proven wrong on that. I sure hope not, but... um. You know, I think it's going to be real interesting what they do. Now, speaking of Brad Holmes, let's finish out with this. I figured we'd save this till the end of the show. Before we got recording, you know, word came out the last day or so that uh, they're going to let Kenny Galladay go to free agency. They're not tagging him. They're not going to try to trade him. They're not going to pay him. Um, and they also said the same with Romeo Aquara. You know, Aquara's brother is here, but they're letting him go out into free agency. Neither guy. We'll be back. I don't think I've ever seen it where they let people go to free agency and then they return to the team. So those guys are both heading out the door. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I would say I like Kenny. I'm a fan. Uh, he, he's just not worth it. He's, he doesn't fit what we're doing right now. I, I can't play. I can't pay a receiver uh, $20 million a year when uh, there's such you know depth in not only the draft, but the free agency market. Um, I, again, I think I wish – I wish him well. I wish it would work out that he could sign here, but he showed last year he didn't want to be here when he didn't pick up that, what we were offering him, $17, $8 million a year. Um, so, I mean, again, I get it that he's gone. Um, Ikora, again, great player, great piece. Uh, we he, he doesn't fit what we're doing. We can't be paying him, even if we were to franchise tag him. Um, it, it's just too much money. Like, we're going to, I think we're going to use that money smart this, this offseason and going forward. Um, like, you know, we're, we're, I think we've show we've seen promise in homes and, and the team around him. Um, so I, I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm bored with, um, the non, you know, the not picking up Kenny, uh, not picking up a quarry, um, and, and, and moving on. So I think too, like what we're going to third round compensatory pick, uh, if I'm not mistaken for Kenny, that what we got, what two first two thirds already for next year's draft. That's exciting. Um, you know, so I think the, the, the value wasn't there and that's kind of where I stand now. I'm, I'm, I'm not really too upset about it. Good stuff there. I mean, we, we like to have fun here on the show. So, so do this for me, Stephen, like tell me, let's, let's pretend you're having the talk with Kenny Galladay about your decision to not bring him back. T- tell me what that might sound like and mix in a few bros for the people. Uh, Kenny, bro. Listen, Bruh. it's been real. But uh, 18 million, 20 million. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Best of luck in the future. And that was only one bro. I mean, no, I mean you, you should have got like 10 uh, in. That was the gimmick. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, my bad. My, my bad, bro. Bro. <laughs> oh, Any, Steph, bro. So we we, we got to get stuff and warm like, back you're up. Great, bro. The show. But, bro, uh, <laughs> you just, you got to go. You got to go, bro. You got to go. Bro, bro, bro. Oh my uh, goodness, hilarious! Like uh, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I've always been a Kenny Galladay guy. I think he played really well. I do think he was a little bit hampered this past year by that hammy, that hip, whatever he had that kept him out. I don't know, like ten games or however long he was sitting on the sideline there and never even practiced, never even got back. And like you say, pretty bold of him to turn down eighteen million dollars. I mean, I know you probably hated Matt Pat and company, but that's a big chunk of change. We'll see if he gets it. Romeo Quara to me, good football player. He's been good at multiple years here in Detroit, but 
also a big price tag. So I, I'm good with it. I, I mean, I guess when it comes down to dollars and cents, it's like instead of paying Kenny 18 plus, you could then go take Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith or even Waddle from Alabama and pay them, you know, seven, you know, for over a four year span. And that just makes a lot of sense quote unquote to me right off the bat when you're talking money as well as football players like those guys are all 21 22 years old Kenny's 27 28 you know pretty soon so it just it just makes a lot of uh, you know just a good move I think for the Lions and they can reshape everything in their vision and I'm excited about this new vision man I I think we can end the show with this I mean I've served you up a couple things of Detroit Kool-Aid we've got you back in the mix here talking football I've had to stir you up a couple times I've had to try to get you say bro multiple times because it makes me laugh and the people love it but how about you leave us with like a little bit of Stefan hype on the Detroit Lions about kind of get get us all riled up about why they should believe in this team why it's going to come together why you like the moves i mean give give us a little something here give give them a little detroit kool-aid and cornbread you know what i'm saying drink it in cornbread 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 do your thing listen bro you you, you can't you you can't uh you can't force you know energy you can't force it i'm gonna do me bro okay listen so when it's time to come on the pod and bring what i gotta bring just sit back and relax and enjoy the show Okay, that being said, going forward, I haven't had this much hope for a Lions team in, in, in a long time. I'm 33 years old. Uh, probably that's the first time I've had some real hope, not just some some drinking the Kool-Aid, drink, you know, trying to lie to myself. We're going to tear it down. We're going to build it back the right way. We got we got Dan freaking Campbell on the books. He's going to bring in uh, the energy. He's going to bring the passion uh, Brad Holmes is going to come to work every friggin' day. He's going to he's going to bring a stability to the team that I think um, hasn't been seen in my lifetime, not at least since I can remember. Um, so going forward, listen, the Lions are on the right track. I Bruh. finally have some 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 hope, some some bright future ahead, um, and I'm excited to talk football in the future and and not be pissed off. We'll believe it at that. <laughs> Bro. Bro. You came through. You did your thing. You're back on the show. I mean, I will continue serving you Detroit Kool-Aid because that's what we do here on the show. And I'm going to get you fired up about this football team because as you stated, this is the most exciting offseason in the history of the Detroit Lions. We are, have got draft picks galore. We got a clear canvas when it comes to the football team. We still got ball players left, right, and center. We got a new quarterback under center. We got a running back, probably the best guy since Barry's been here. We got a tight end. We're going to have wide receivers, and we're going to put together a defense. So, everybody, you know that's what we're serving up here on the Detroit Kool-Aid Detroit cast. Lions. With my man, Stefan, the bro of all bros, the king of bros, serving up Kool-Aid. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in. Uh... Everybody, take care, drink it in. We'll catch you on Friday, right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. Peace, love, and joy, baby. Go Lions. <laughs>
Drink it in, man.